When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here we are with Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com, here to tell you about an event that's coming up. As I'm recording this, we're about 48 hours away from a, a huge concert event, like the scale of Woodstock or Lollapalooza, anything like that. But this is a, in its fifth year, the Outside Lands Festival, and that's August 11th to 13th, the Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, and three days of just jam-packed events, stages, galore with some incredible names so just to i could go through the names and really exhaust everyone with the 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 amount of talent that's coming up on the stages here but to start off the headliners kendall lamar on friday august 11th foo fighters saturday august 12th odessa sunday august 13th and here to tell me about it are the chief executive officer ceo of embark events lauren carpenter and dustin moore who's co-founder Dustin, Lauren, thank you for being on. Thanks for having us. So this event, first of all, I want to go ahead and get the tie-in where as you put this together, it came to my attention because there is a bit of a point where, first of all, the festival has been 15th anniversary for Outside Lands altogether and Grasslands is fifth year. And you do offer a sales and consumption experience. So cannabis, you made a point. Lauren, that it is a rich part of the fabric in San Francisco, and it's only fitting we celebrate the plant and the role it, sh- it has in shaping music, culture, and community. I don't know of any other events, maybe other than uh, maybe Hempfest, I would think of, that have gone such a large scale, and for all the acts to come together to perform at this. Talk to me about this connection together, because when I look at it, it would be, some people might be hard-pressed not to realize this is a very much... Uh, embracing the cannabis culture this event but this is just a a major music festival that a lot of people are going to be drawn to yeah it's an absolutely incredible event and i think we're so fortunate that um the festival recognizes the role that you know responsible cannabis sales and consumption can have within their broader footprint so as you mentioned the outside lands festival it is such an incredible event. You know, it really takes over Golden Gate Park in San Francisco for a weekend of exceptional talent every year. It's really a festival, I think, unlike any other in so many ways. And we're fortunate that, um, you know, the festival has partnered with Embark Events to integrate on-site sales and consumption, um, really in recognition of the fact that so many of us are consuming cannabis and, and at it's festivals. Not, and it's not just, you know, the beauty of this festival, it celebrates all that the Bay Area is. It's not just music, certainly not just cannabis, but whether it's your favorite local artist, food, wine, beer, cheese, it's taking the best that Northern California and more specifically the Bay Area has to offer and housing it. Um, over a three-day weekend. So you may be drawn for your favorite act, but you might meet your next favorite artist, right? So it's really unique to have all of these pieces come together. Um, and, you know, you couldn't represent the Bay Area without a strong cannabis presence. So we're we're very proud to be um, helping create the backbone for that at this, at this event. And when I think about it, when I think of an event like this in San Fran, I'll admit as a music aficionado, I think of Bill Graham. 
and the level and the magnitude of people that he was able to bring together, especially in San Francisco, was just the actual local and then bringing people in from all over the world. That's what this done here. When I look at the acts that you have here, there are so many I can point out right now that I have in my playlist on just of those that are just that are viral right now. I was not mentioning to you before we got on Noah Kahan, Becky Hill, got Janelle Malay, all these great EDM artists with uh, a Zed and Blondish and Disco Lines. Yes, there's so much great music here. Then from the rock side, you also just singer songwriters, Alana Del Rey's of the world. There's so much here, and you cover. I feel like every genre the young person or those that are just music fans at at this can you tell me what it is about the lineup that you're able to go ahead and put this together because like i said this is something that bill graham would have been putting together you know 60s well, 70s and beyond this is a, a large undertaking well ironically you mentioned bill graham and the founders and owners of another planet entertainment came up with bill and um so that that is very much bill graham's dna is is a part of san francisco as much as it's a part of um, this festival, in fact, the, another Planet Entertainment who promotes the event, you know, they actually manage the Bill Graham Auditorium. So when you look at bookers in the space, you're not going to find a better a better crew than than on this team. So I, I do want to give a, a big shout out 15th year um, for another Planet and partner Superfly that that do really bring this event to life. They're the visionaries behind, um, you know, executing this 15 years ago. And it's so amazing to see the growth every single year. I think this year is is going to be a banner year for attendance and overall activations. And, um, you know, it, it's just so amazing to see this happening right now as San Francisco grows through the changes that it's going through at the moment. Um, you know, the city couldn't, couldn't ask for anything better than this. The other thing too, is a focus where you also, you're bringing a lot of sponsors. You have a lot of companies that are coming to the dispensaries, cultivators that are, with a, with a stressing in local and socially equi- uh, socially equitable. Talk to me about that that focus and how you want to definitely put that focus in play and make a point of it to give this opportunity, this platform to these kind of companies. I think that anytime you approach a festival of this scale and this magnitude, it's important to really understand the um, amplification that that represents. You know, in, in California cannabis, um, marketing and advertising opportunities are extremely limited. And so for a lot of brands and in particular, small brands and, and small farmers, um, you know, it's challenging to be able to talk to a, a large audience. Maybe they go and activate in a dispensary and get to talk to a couple hundred people a day versus at an event like this, where, you know, these brands are able to interface directly with thousands and thousands of people every day, which I think has the opportunity to be really transformational. And so as we look to this event and we look to curating um, you know, what this cannabis experience could look like, we really knew that it was going to be important that we bring brands and, and cultivators of all shapes and sizes into the mix, because there's nothing, I think, as a fan, as an attendee, there's nothing quite like being able to go up to a booth and talk with a brand. And in many cases, you know, here on site, you'll be talking with the cultivator who created that brand or with, you know, the um, the brains behind, you know, bringing that brand into existence. And so I think that's really a unique dynamic that we focused on um, creating so that this is a really experiential opportunity for fans as they're on site. Um, Part of that, though, has been a real focus, not just on highlighting, again, the big brands in our industry um, and, you know, and the innovative consumption techniques and devices, but also on these small and these local brands. And so we've partnered with uh, Martin Olive, who's the owner of the Vapor Room, which is 
um, you know, kind of the, the longest standing mom and pop <laughs> shop in San Francisco. And we've partnered with our friends at the Equity Trade Network to make sure that in addition to these notable and really well-known brands, you know, we're bringing more than a dozen um, smaller brands to the forefront as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not just of that, also, you also bring a lot of benefits for those that are going to buy tickets and attend because there's so many different things to go do. First of all, I mean, you have a VIP experience that if you want to be travel from stage to stage in golf carts, go wine and dine with a number of uh, local culinary cocktail legends. You have that. You have the club that you're going to be holding, the, the big tent that's going to have, you know, dance music all night long in Soma, which also is great. You have night shows going on, wine tasting food you're like beer beer gardens basically and so much more there's just so much here to put in one place and what can you tell me about the turnout and how many different countries are you starting to see uh keep people coming in from around i can only imagine from other continents they're all making their way into san francisco coming up this weekend yeah it's very much an international festival um last year i think billboard ranked it i don't want to butcher this uh it was either the second or third best festival internationally so um you know this wow. this has some serious prowess and i think it really does speak to the fact that this is a multicultural and you know the 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 idea that you can engage as a fan in so many ways here that sets it apart from so many other festivals and i think it's just really you know the celebration of of the rich history of the bay area which should be you know really kind of uh, scream from the rooftops. And I think that's part of what makes it such an exciting experience is, you know, when we look to what we're doing in grasslands in the cannabis specific area, you mentioned earlier, you know, the lineup is super diverse. There's something for everyone. And I think you're right. This festival has really found a way to incorporate different experiences where there's something for everyone, whether it's cannabis or beer or wine or great food. Um, and when you look to the grasslands area in particular, you know, it's so exciting to see people who in some cases are really experiencing cannabis activation for the first time in their life, right? We have folks that are coming from states that do not have access to legal cannabis. We have folks that are coming from other countries that have never seen, you know, a dispensary or what that could look like. And so right. I think sometimes when we're in the cannabis industry, we take for granted because it's, we have our blinders on that we, you know, that this is so normal, um, you know, in California. Um, but that's part of what makes this experience so unique is you really get to experience cannabis sometimes, you know, through the eyes of someone who's never seen something like this before. And, and it's still the only major music festival that even is anywhere close to doing this. And I think that's something to really, you know, double down on. This started five years ago. Um, this was a pretty big, you know, leap to take. And, um, you know, the festival did that. And I think, you know, nobody's ever looked back since. And it's really that um, has been something that's galvanizing for the industry as a whole. And we're now we're starting to see, you know, other events like Bottle Rock is doing cannabis activations and you're seeing right. it in Chicago now in New York. And I think it all really was born out of out of this event. Um, you know, it, it demonstrated the sky won't fall. And 
um, you know, that you can integrate cannabis because we know that cannabis and live events have been together since the beginning of both. Right, uh, but right. in, a, in a responsible and, and licensed fashion is, is you know, brand new. And I think this festival has done such an exceptional job of really leading into that. The other thing, too, is I got to make more is that one point I want to point out when I look at all the promotion for Outside Lands is that there's always been a lot of events that might maybe smaller scale, obviously that would kind of have to go plain to like, let's put a green, let's put a lot of leaves in front of it. The stigma that has always worked for, you know, decades and decades. That's not what this is here. I mean, people are just going to realize that cannabis component once they go to the show and they'll be able to re- really be able to notice, but this is still first and foremost, you see the music festival that is just of magnitude that, you know, I mean, really can pale in comparison there's not a lot of other events in compelling comparison with what you're doing. This is monsters. It's like Summerfest in Milwaukee. This is like Rolling Loud Miami. This is like Glastonbury in England, all these kind of major events. One of the things I want to ask about when I talk about events like that, are there any things that you have that have not been announced? I'm not asking you to announce them, but are there any surprises that, that might, that some of the attendees might be looking in store for? Yes, we so this year on the grassland stage. So within the you know grasslands, uh, we have a stage here, the bandwagon stage, and there's going to be a number of surprises that are occurring throughout the weekend. We have daily programming that we are very excited about that integrates the best in cannabis and the best in music, and um, you know truly exploring that on stage. And I think to your previous point, you know what's unique about this event is as we look at our obligation to normalize cannabis and destigmatize cannabis at scale. When we do custom, you know, fan surveys after the show, um, most of the folks that are coming into grasslands are either not cannabis consumers or haven't been for quite some time. So we're this is, you know, the 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 idea that, you know, post-legalization, you know, nationally in each state that's gone, that, you know, the Lululemon moms or the baby boomers are going to show up in droves and buy cannabis. We know that just hasn't happened. But at an event like this, we're able to create an approachable environment for mass adoption. And that's the thing that I think we are, as Embark Events, are, are really proud of. I love that you put this all together. And it's just, like, again, the diversity of the acts that you have is, you know, we don't have a lot of places where we can get that showcase of live talent like this. And this much at one time, there's a, for an opportunity for people to come on and explore so much new music or so much, so many different sounds that are out there. It's like, well, and, and part of it, I mean, you're going to still finally get to see people on stage, not just seeing you performing live, but also instrumental out there and just every kind of different food, mood, mood feeling vibe, all that all encompasses the one outside lands, August 11th to 13th. That's this weekend, San Francisco's golden gate park. How many people are we like, expecting to go and see here? Because, I mean, I, I can't think of how, ma- how many people can be held in that park, but what are we looking at in terms of turnout? I mean, upwards of a quarter million. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a big weekend. I think historically uh, published ticketing was like 220,000. I know this has been a banner year. So, I mean, it's, it's, it is incredibly massive. Uh, and to, to do it in, in probably my favorite park in the world uh, doesn't hurt. But the festival does a really great job of really, I think, breaking out um 
so many different experiences and so many opportunities to explore that it's it's really exciting being on site. You know, at once you're part of this large crowd of folks that are all here because we love music. Um, but there are all of these nooks and crannies that you get to explore. So there are a lot of sort of intimate moments that are hidden within the festival that at once make you feel like you're part of this massive thing that's bigger than yourself. And also getting to have these really individualized and personalized moments throughout the weekend. The weather already is triggering right now in San Fran looks fantastic. No rain, upper 60s, mid 50s at night. The weather is crisp and perfect. Great time to be out there all weekend for Outside Lands at San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. More information, sfoutsidelands.com, sfoutsidelands.com. Tickets are still available, obviously. And is there anything else you want to go and make mention of? Please take a minute to go and let people know that last moment, why they should be in San Francisco this weekend. You should be in San Francisco this weekend because if you love music and you love a great vibe, there isn't a better place in the world to be. Um, we would love to welcome folks. Grasslands is, uh, you know, right next to the, the polo field. And we would love to welcome folks to Grasslands for all those over the age of 21 um, to explore, you know, explore cannabis and explore great music and comedians and stage programming um, with a joint in your hand. There's nothing better than that. Fantastic. So I've been here with Lauren. Uh, Carpenter, CEO of Embark Events, and Dustin Moore, who's co-founder of Embark Events. Thank you for, for being on, and congratulations. I hope the best for the event. Sounds like it's all going to go great. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having us.